Okay, hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and uh, welcome to our latest vodcast, or podcast, or Facebook Live, whatever, we're here. And it's August 31st, and the title of this one is The End of Summer. And I think for many of you uh, who have kids, or many of you who are kids, um, you've started school. Some people started school last week. Many people started school the last day or two. And some kids, particularly those in New York, start school next week. Uh, typically, Labor Day was considered the end of summer. I remember when I was, when I went to school, we always started school after Labor Day. So Labor Day was that transition uh, when you used to be a busboy or a waiter in the Catskills, the summer ended on Labor Day. The Catskill hotels in those days, when they were successful with clothes, after Labor Day, maybe they would open for the Jewish holidays or something, but most of them would close and they wouldn't open again till the following Passover or Memorial Day, depending how big the hotel was and how successful they were. So it was always a transition time. Friends you made over the past three months, who you were best friends with and had a great time working, uh, 12 hour days are gone. Everybody split up. Most of you will never see each other again, I can tell you, for the rest of your life. Whether it was romances or just friendships, um, they were great friendships and uh, like life, life moves on. And so people moved on and uh, you make some more friends next year. But it was always a great time of year, it was a transition. Um, you, know, you know, a lot of popular songs, uh, summer song, Chad and Jeremy, uh, See You in September by The Tokens, uh, in The Boys of Summer by Don Henley. All songs talking about that transition. And the weather would match, it would be from the heat, and though I have to admit, with global warming, unfortunately, these days it's in the high 80s, but normally, when you go from August to September, you get a couple warm days, but you're getting back to the 70s, maybe even the 60s on cool uh, September nights, cool August nights, but it definitely is a transition time. Uh, in the residency, we have our first year residents, been here two months, our fellows been here two months, so people are getting more experienced, people um, have been traveling a little bit, the COVID thing is not at the top of people's minds, or maybe we've gotten a lot better at ignoring it, probably that's the key. The new vaccines are coming, the ones that are really special for Omicron, particularly Omicron is about 97% of all cases, so if you got the four doses, the four vaccines before, to get a fifth dose would be a waste of time because these new doses, Pfizer and Moderma are the key to really making this a big success. And hopefully we can prevent, again, being careful, being smart. At Hopkins, probably like many places where you are, I'm in my office alone, but if I'm in the reading room, we wear masks. The whole hospital, you wear masks. You can't eat together. There's no real meetings. All of our, I do my speaker series, it's remote. I do uh, all of my conferences, it's remote. So it's still not back to normal by any means, but I am sitting next to the residents or fellows and checking them side by side. Um, but we're both wearing masks and we tend to be careful and not do it for too long. So. Uh, I have a cough, believe it or not, but I think it's like from a nasal drip or whatever you want to call it. But so I have this stuffiness you can hear. 
but um, it's not COVID, I promise. So, but also last time I looked, you can't catch COVID over the internet, which is kind of good. Though you never know, some people will say you probably can. The internet is how you spread germs and it's a giant conspiracy theory. Perhaps people will say that. But I think it's an important time of year. I think it's this transition part. It's one more of the transitions of life. It's not the most major, don't get me wrong, but it's like a year passing. Those of you who are Jewish, you know that when the summer ends, the Jewish holidays, the Jewish New Year, the holiest days, the Jewish calendar come. Um, you know, at this point, you're making your RSNA reservations. You're thinking about winter break. You're thinking about submitting abstracts to the Rankin race, so maybe you can go to Hawaii come next April. There's a lot of things going on. Um, that part is exciting. That part is very positive. We're starting our speaker series, which we've done for seven or eight years at Hopkins. First speaker, Norm Beauchamp. Norm was a resident fellow faculty here. He's now in uh, the uh, provost, or whatever you want to call it, his title is, at Michigan State. He's going to be speaking about that. Whitney Zember is going to speak about the metaverse. And uh, our latest speaker, Nathan Batash, I'm pronouncing it wrong, is going to speak to us about the what's going to see, what we're going to see in AI over the coming year. So I think we're very excited about all of those things, and I'm finishing up speakers for the rest of the year. You may have seen, if you go online, uh, JSCR just published some of the articles from our speakers, and the most recent one yesterday was Dave Hellman, who's from Bayview, one of our few physician speakers because he wasn't speaking about anything per se medical as much as that medicine's a public trust and we need to treat it as such. And Dave's an incredible guy, he gave an incredible talk. And it's an article well worth uh, your time. If you go um, and you look on PubMed, we also had uh, a couple other articles that came just uh, in the last few days. This article by uh, um, a company called uh, wealthy, not like money-wise, but healthy, wealthy, so you're well, by Lindsay Juris Rosner of talking about personalized health for the elderly and disabled and the importance of that is people being able to manage with their lives, whether you're physicians or not. And we had a uh, other talk that was published literally, and we put it online because JACR allowed us by Steve Wolf Pereira talking about the transformation of education and entertainment in the AI era. So a really spectacular vision about how AI impacts all of us, but particularly the kids who have been born where this is baseline. It's not like us where there wasn't an internet and it was a little bit and it was slow, then it got fast, then it got faster. No, no, baseline is internet and everything else. So how it's changing education, how it's changing training. We know this ourselves. How many of us are remote, checking remote, lecturing remote? The fact I'm, I, I speak to you weekly on Facebook. I mean, that's the internet. That is remote. I'm not there. I may look like I'm there, but I'm in my office. Those are my grandchildren's pictures. Those are some awards I won. Here's my mask. There's my iPhone iPhone 13, next week iPhone 14 comes out. 
I'm sure it's gonna be the most incredible thing you can't live without. But, you know, it's this changes. I think um, it's important to recognize change. I think uh, all of us want to do better. And maybe that's a way of thinking about the end of summer. What is it that you really liked about the summer? I mean, for me, because people work remote, my uh, daughter and son-in-law were able to work remote. And so my grandchildren were here the month of July. They went to camp. It was like a real month in their life. It wasn't like visiting. That was wonderful. Uh, there's something about being able to work remotely. I can't, uh, can't argue about that. Again, we're training new fellows. We're working. One of the most exciting things we're doing now is we're working on AI with Microsoft on Pancreas. I think very important work is going to come out of it. That's with all modesty, not because of us, but because Microsoft is putting massive resources behind us with people, and everything is people. It's not machines. Yes, we'll have the cloud, and we'll have an Azure cloud, and we'll have everything else, but it's the people that are going to make a difference. So we're very excited pushing early detection of pancreatic cancer and understanding of pancreatic cysts. Those are all things that we are doing, and I think it's very exciting um, as we go along. Now let me see, let me look at my list here. Who's saying hello? Napsika, I hope I didn't pronounce the name wrong. Who's at Sweden? Great place to be, I'm sure. And Venus Gemini, I don't know where they're at. Um, I know a lot of you log on while we give the talks. Well, you know, this is 11 o'clock this week because I have to give 12 o'clock conference today. Um, I do every week, and then I do quiz you guys every third Thursday of the month. So uh, that's where I get the cases from because I quiz the faculty, and then we go from there. But uh, um, I know a lot of you will log on after. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, ideas, suggestions, please feel free to leave them, and I'll try to answer them. But uh, again, tomorrow is September. You can't argue with the calendar. There's no turning back. So we hope you had a great summer. We hope what's left of the summer, there still really is three weeks that summer doesn't end till the 21st of September. So we hope you have a great three more weeks. Hope you have a great Labor Day. I know a lot of people are away. Every email I send that keeps bouncing back that, hey, I'll be back the uh, 5th or 6th of September. So whether you're here or there, whether you're near or far, we wish everybody the best. And we hope you have a great day, a great Labor Day weekend, and a wonderful September. And with that, I'll speak to you later. Bye, guys.